This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Straight from the Net podcast with Danielle and Jamie. How are you, Jamie? I'm good. How are you, Danielle? So far, so good. And we have a special guest again. Thunder Dan is with us again this week. Hey. <laughs> we're talking about dating over here. Yeah, we're going to talk about dating this episode, but we were kind of going through and talking to Dan about, you know, his, if you didn't hear the last podcast yet, talked about his travels and he's now, um, you know, retired from the military, from the Coast Guard, and we were you know, checking in to see what he's up to now and if there's any ladies in his life and things like that. And it's just triggering us to talk about dating because why the fuck not? So we thought we would get started. So how's dating going for you, Dan? Uh, with this new app called Tinder, it's great. <laughs> I, I have no shortage of uh, really people who, you know... Are swiping? Are swiping. I'm being I'm being swiped left and uh, and right. Be, no, you don't want to be. You don't swiped. want to be swiped left. Yes. No. <laughs> You've got lots of all right, right all the time. <laughs> all right, all the time. Oh my god! Right, now I'll you say see, this. Could you make a, if you see some girl mm-hmm. named Carrie with my face? Oh my god! <laughs> please swipe the other way. I I for 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 the the Tinder uh, crowd out there. I I, I want to stress exactly how important it is to be honest. On your Tinder profile, I'm going to read my actual profile statement. So this is when you when you when you swipe on Tinder, that's what pops oh, up. Oh, that's a handsome picture. So that's a good handsome picture. Oh, I picture. like that picture. It yeah. is, and you that's can't see that your nipples are bleeding. No, yeah, not, not in that picture. <laughs> Why would his nipples? For those of you out in podcast land, I'm showing a picture of me at the Vegas marathon. But this is the start. That's why I'm my nipples aren't bleeding yet. Why would your nipples? Because your shirt chafes. Onto your nipples oh. and it actually causes them to bleed. Oh, God. So do they put little doohickeys on? You're supposed to put tape. You, you... Tape or a Band-Aid. Or, really? Uh, you could put, like, Vaseline. Uh, or what I should have done, because you're, you're thinking of the picture from the Raleigh Marathon where I was bleeding extensively. I should have had, like, an Under Armour shirt underneath ah. the, the, the uh, jersey, the race jersey that I was wearing. That, that would keep it from... That's just one too. more reason why I don't want to run because I don't want my nipples to bleed. Thank you. No. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to run and I don't want my nipples well, to bleed. It happens a lot less with, or the with chub female rub. runners because the you, you know you've got the the sports bra going and that yeah, that keeps I guess everything. Yeah, you got a point there. But the chub rub's probably real chub, for girls. For all of you um, out there, we feel you. Mm-hmm. We feel your pain because chub rub the, is real. The struggle is real. It's very very real. And I can't go to hell because it's so hot right now that the chub rub fucking sucks so bad. I can't go to hell. I can't live like that. So I've got to get right with the Lord or Sky Daddy, whatever. <laughs> I got to get right with somebody because I can't live like that. That that would be the eternal hell. Chub rub. Yep. Thighs chafing and no deodorant. And no nothing to suck on those son of a bitches. Well, they, 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 sell, they sell like a, it looks like a deodorant stick, but it's like, imagine like the, the, the substance of a deodorant stick with no smell or, or to rub on to the rub. thighs yeah yep and it's, okay. it's anti-chafing it's like an anti-chafing substance there that, that okay it's probably way more expensive than just the 99 cents i know that i know and it can smell like teen spirit i know 
Well, speaking of teen spirit, have you met any teens on Tinder? No, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have. I, I have it. Yes, I have it set that uh, that's 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 going to be my major in college: eighteen-year-olds with daddy issues. <laughs> okay, and so, what is your what does your Tinder say okay, about you? T- never married, no kids, no drama. I'm a world traveler, stand-up no comic, drama. and all-around adventurer. I love scuba diving, running marathons, wine tasting, and a fine cigar. Also, ladies. You know this is the hookup site, right? I see so many profiles on here that say, not looking for a hookup. Well, then take that nonsense to ChristianMingle.com because ain't nobody got time for that bullshit here. <laughs> is that really on your Tinder? Oh, my God. And people, and of course, of course women are like, swiping because I'm going to change him. Yeah, it's swiping because <laughs> I'm hoping he's got a big dick. Swiping because maybe he's just full of shit. Swiping. I don't, because I just want to be beat up. Look, he's how old and has that much hair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so he smokes cigars is, I, and travel. I have, I have successful swipes. Wow, you really have. He's got tons of girls. Did you really is my star sister, the is ones my you like? sister on there? I swear. It's my sister on there. Two, two of them I starred and one of them starred me. Okay, so Starring what made you want to star them? Uh... They were like, I'm just on here to hook up. Well, I mean, you basically uh, just said, yeah. I'm just, I just want to fuck. That's it. Right. And so I. But do you really just want to fuck? You're getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> don't, you think, don't you think you're getting a little well, long I, in the tooth? I, I look at it this way. If, if the fucking works out, <laughs> then we can, we can use that as a foundation. That to is build very backwards upon. though. It really is backwards, but. Yeah, but that's how you do things. <laughs> Honestly though, when you're dating and you meet somebody. Women know if they're going to sleep with that guy within the first 30 seconds of meeting them. I would hate, I would absolutely hate to like find someone that I really connect with and have real feelings for and then find out that the fucking is awful. That's, <laughs> right. There's no, and there's no fixing that at our age. Like when we were se- at 17, 18. The first time it's just weird. Sometimes yeah. you're just flapping bodies and you're just excited. <laughs> right. right. But you always have to give it a second go. You yeah. gotta give it a second go. You know, as soon as you kiss somebody, if that kiss isn't a good kiss, yeah, a lot of times that's pretty bad. That's when you're like, like the slobbery. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to say no. It's yeah. gonna be a no. We're gonna for pass. Me. We're gonna pass. It's gonna yes. be a no for me. There you go. It's, it's not, not me. But it's you. Women, women know. Hard, it's gonna be a hard pass. Yeah, hard pass. Even women. though I am hard right now, I still gotta pass. <laughs> women, women know. Just call the other one. I women know when they're gonna sleep. If they're gonna sleep with you, when within the first 30 seconds of that date. When they come up to you and they're like, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yep, he's going to get it. <laughs> I don't know. But, I don't know. But the thing about women is that can change. Because we know we want to sleep with you when we first meet you. But, but then we when they the open their mouth. The but the whole up. rest of the yes. day. It's like, it's like. It dries people, up. It starts wet and dries <laughs> up. It's like, those, it's like those people who put like a $20 tip on the table. And every time the waitress does something wrong, they take a, a dollar oh, away. Yeah. away, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." By the end, you're like, "Here's here's right. just some KY." So yeah, here you go, nice little parting supply. So if, if within the first thirty seconds that girl is like, "Okay, he could get it," you have a really good chance of getting laid if you just shut up, shut the fuck up, and let the date go smoothly. Like, don't try to overly impress. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the bathroom and send an unsolicited dick picture. <laughs> like, oh my god. Well, I'm an empath. Like, I'm one of those empathic people. So mm-hmm. as soon as I meet you, like, within three seconds, I kind of have you figured out most of the time. Right. And that's hard for me because it's like, oh, fuck, you suck, too. That's, <laughs> that's most women, though. Most but women. But it is. It's like that. It's like it's a very empathic thing. And then you sit around and you think, and you're like, I just now you just want to help them. And what's, it's like a fucking sad story. You're like, fuck, I don't want to help you. You're supposed to be 
taking care of me, taking me out, fucking me. Like, that's how this is supposed to go. Right. I'm going to take care of you. And guys think that women aren't into for it to have the sex, and that is wrong. Like, well, what did you used to say before? Dance? I don't know whether to take care of you or breastfeed you. Oh, or but I used to say to little Billy. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't know if I want to breastfeed you or fuck you. I can't tell which one. And that's what happens with empaths all the time. And it's an right. awful thing. And most of the time, it ends up breastfeeding. I hate to tell you. And not the good kind. Don't get excited, Dan. It's not the good kind. That means I want to mother you because mm-hmm. I feel bad for your dumb ass. But that's also a testament to how bad it fucking is out there. What's it's the, fucking bad. What's that meme I saw on Facebook where the uh, the text was if uh, if if you get to the point where you're taking each other's clothes off and the bra and panties match, it wasn't you who decided. Oh, to I know. <laughs> oh, actually, I found another one too where they're like, "Okay, so you're gonna go meet your ex to have closure. So tell me why did you shave your coochie then?" <laughs> <laughs> Now go back to what I'm morally we talk about I'm, I'm morally fixated, so yeah. the appreciation is on point. Like I do that shit, but how come I've never got I married? Like, I feel like I have to do a disclaimer now. That's what she calls blowjob. <laughs> I'm appreciating him. Like why haven't I been married? What is so wrong with me that I do all this stuff that men and are supposed to want? You've got a ring though. I had. Ron Lawrence, this is what my engagement ring was. I, oh, I, boy, I she called him probably, out. He she might probably there. even listen to this. He he's, probably will he's listen probably, to this. He probably is listening to it and thinks it's hysterical. I love you still, Ron. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, love you. <laughs> I love you too, Ron. So anyway, my ring, this is how I got my engagement ring. Uh-huh. Ron and I had broken up yes. because I was helping him move into the Charlestown house where he said it's only one bedroom, so you can't move in with me because where are we going to put Katie? Right. Then I went to walk upstairs into the Charlestown house where Katie's bedroom was when we finally moved in. Right. And it was already set up for a little girl. He did not want me to see it because he didn't want to live with me. I broke up with Ron. Right. Oh, God. It was like... If I had PMS right now, I'd be crying. Right. I was like, fuck you. That is a lifetime movie. We've been together four and a half years. You're not going to commit. I'm done. I started dating somebody else. Really great guy. Sweet. Like, it took me, like, all of three days to find another boyfriend because I'm a serial monogamous. Ew. You know, go fuck yourself, Jamie. <laughs> Seriously, go fuck you. All, all of it. Just fuck <laughs> all of you and all of that. Right, because I've never... I would break up with Roger today and literally probably die single. No, I've never had a problem getting a man. It's my glowing fucking personality. And my appreciation Mine is, too, when I'm not <laughs> with the menopausal rage. So, anyway. I'm very glowing. So, anyway, Ron came to my grandmother's house while I was there with my new boyfriend. And he took me out back. It was right after Christmas. And he said, I'm sorry for everything. I'll marry you tomorrow. Will you marry me? And I said, too little, too late, fucker, because I was feeling angry. Uh, and he you, looked feel, at me you were feeling sorry because you had the new boy, too. Right. And he looked at me and he said, better late than never. And he said, I'll move in with you. We'll get it done, blah, blah, blah. 
And I told him no. And he walked out the door, and I was in the living room with my grandmother, and I said, could you believe he just asked me to marry him? And she was like, well, what did you say? And my new boyfriend was sitting on the couch, and I was like, of course I said no. And Katie said, what, are you crazy? <laughs> She's six. <laughs> and she hated the new boyfriend. Like, she, you know how she's, she has the stuffed bear that she calls Ron the Bear that she has had her whole entire life. Okay. And she was like, do you see this? This is Ron the Bear and not, you know, that guy's name, the Bear. Right. And he was, she was like, and Ron got me this Dora lamp for Christmas, and it's Ron got it for me. Like, Katie was a snarky little bitch to this guy. Oh. Wow. So, three days later, it's New Year's Eve, and I'm like, Jamie, what are you doing? You love him. You love him, you run back to him. And I don't. And here you are, it's in the snow, the, like, you know, the ball right. is and coming I, down, and you're running. And That's I, how I'm picturing this in I my mind. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that I went back to him. I think the concept of that ring and that the fact that he wanted to marry me made you feel a certain way. Made like me feel like okay, that. now it's time. Now I finally have this guy. Right. So I go back to him. We move in together. We live together for what ten more years. Mm -hmm. And I have that ring, and I had that dress, mm -hmm. and I had that little house, and I had this life. But for the love of everything I gave, he just would not. He just would not drop take the hammer. That step and right. be like, okay, I'm gonna marry you. Like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Until the day I walked out, and he was like, "But we're gonna get married." Fuck you, motherfucker, when? And he burned my wedding dress in the front yard. Like he burned. Did it. he really? He did. He burned it in the front I yard. As Ron I was, Lawrence. As I was backing out of the fucking thing, and he was like, "I bought it." Well, it's been in the closet for ten years. It's not even in style anymore. Like, no, it's, I, it's back in style. It's retro. Right. Like, right. in a couple more years, it probably, yeah. And at that point in time, though, it was time for my, me and Ron to end that relationship because right. I'll always, it was just, it was I'll just always love Ron. He, he helped me raise my daughter. He's, he's right. a good man, and he was a good man to me. Mm -hmm. We just never got to that point. But I think towards the end, it was more habit than it was we should spend the rest of our lives together. And it's a very thin line when you fall into habit with somebody because you think it's love and it's not. It's just, it's comfortable. You're not mm -hmm. alone. Mm -hmm. You're, he's your best friend. To this yeah, day, I, I can yeah. call him up and be like, you know what the hell your kid did? And she's not even his real kid. But right. if you ask him, that's his baby. Right, I know. But I can call him up and I can be like, you know what your fucking daughter did? And he can be like, what the fuck did that little bitch do? Like, we just yell <laughs> oh at her God, for that's 20. So funny. We have like a 20 thread comment on Facebook because she won't put the toilet paper on the right way. Like, oh my God, where Ron's I like, I'm that. so disappointed in you. And I'm like, thank you. I thought I raised you better. But you talked about like the having a habit and everything. So to segue into it, it's like, you know, you see these people and like specifically I have this article and it's from like Tip Hero or some nonsense. And it's 707 pound man who refuses to lose weight says, I'll eat till I'm dead. And when you look at those people and you watch 600 pound life, Motherfuckers aren't none, by themselves. None of them are ever. They are single. not by themselves. There is somebody over there going here. Eat seven thousand calories a day, and here, let's go put you out on the deck and put a little tarp around you and wash your asshole because nobody, nobody is alone being this fat. They love those skinny. And that people, is humongous. Those skinny people love their big people though. Like they do, single, and they take such good care of them. They, like, no, they, they're not taking. They're, they're they do it away. Yeah. They're they're the enablers, yes. But I mean, I'm just thinking, like, poor Dan is like waiting to jump yeah. in. No, but, I know you gotta just you gotta just make your yeah. way in, Dan. You just gotta just get in there. 
Well, it's not. It's they're making them happy. They're not taking care of them. If you were taking care of someone, right, you wouldn't let them get that unhealthy. Right. Of course. You would. You would try to steer them towards health, but right. they're not. They're trying to steer them towards happiness, and I. It's. I think it's a real codependency there. It, is, it has to because be because the the person who's seven hundred pounds can't go to McDonald's and get that. They 7, can't get anything for calories. themselves. They can't get anything for themselves. Right. So I need this person to bring me food. And the, the skinny person is, I need to be needed. And that, yeah, and that's why they're skinny, because they're always fucking no. running, getting food for this motherfucker <laughs> yeah. who doesn't want to do shit, and is like, I'm just going to eat till I'm dead. And you know what? That's Frankly, a really I'm, good point. Mm-hmm. But I'm tired of dieting. I really am tired of dieting. I told Roger I was going to be 350 pounds. I was like, that's it. I give up. You're in this. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, you are. You're going to roll me out of the house and wash me out in the front fucking lawn. You're going to roll me back the fucking the house and you're going to bring me some Popeyes and some macaroni cheese. And he's like, I didn't sign up for this. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm tired of dieting. It's very hard. And then here's this guy who's like, I'm just going to eat till I'm dead. And he's got a fucking girlfriend who's like, okay. But you know what? If I was 350 pounds and broke up with him tomorrow, I would. I would end up being by myself forever. It took me eight years to land this guy. <laughs> It's like unbelievable. Dating is not fun. It is It is a tragedy. It is so fucking difficult and awful. And here Jamie is, I'm just going to leave this guy that I've been with for 15 years. And guess what? I'm going to get me a new boyfriend in three fucking days. In the meantime, everybody else is like, I can't even get a call back. And this guy ghosted me and I don't even know why or whatever. Because you know how shitty dating is. We talk about it all the time. I'm like, Jesus, like to go back to that hell? I mean, it's like you don't know how fucking awesome I am. <laughs> Damn, it's like, but you know what? No, I have other friends. I am fucking charming. There are other friends though that do the same thing. I don't want to say her whole name, but our friend Jen, my brother Jen B, like she's downstate and she does the same thing. Like she will like go relationship to relationship to relationship and like, how? I couldn't even get a call back. Like it was the most ridiculous thing. And I'm kind of cute and I'm kind of funny. I think so anyway. I might be a little fluffy. I got it all right. I, I thought I, I might date more if I didn't lead with the dick pics. Yeah. Don't send unsolicited dick pics. No, because they, we send them to our friends. Oh, we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. There's, well, a, there's a chat here's, My Mine are a little bit different, I think. Cause do you I, dress them up? I do. do that, that's that's the important thing. You can't like just Like Sanko DeMaio, yeah. it's like, you know, you yeah, put like Sabrero on it. Yeah, Sabrero on there. Or, uh, <laughs> I, 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 put on, I put on a little Batman cape or Superman cape. <laughs> I just hit my dog. You gotta pizzazz them up because sometimes, you know, I imagine you ladies get so many unsolicited that you really can't tell one dog you know what, from another though? unless you die. dress them up a little bit. You know bit. what, though? Right. That is gonna get you lame. Those unsolicited <laughs> dick pictures with Batman or mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and you put the dun, 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 in the back. Like, that is gonna be the, the reason women are like, oh. Um, I'm totally swiping right. But, this one is coming home with me. Well, so you, yeah. you have an iPhone. Uh, for a while, there was a problem when people would just learn about airdropping. And people would uh, leave their airdrop God, yeah, open. And they'd get on a subway. And there would be somebody on the subway just looking for open airdrops just to drop. What is his... an airdrop? Airdrop is I have a picture on my phone. I want to send it. Uh, I'll send it, but I won't send it via text. Because, uh, uh, um, and it's a quick and easy way. It's like, oh, hey, is your airdrop on? I'll just send you these three pictures. Because te- loading them up onto a text, sometimes it go- going through the text app, it- it's, you know, they have to compress the pictures. Sometimes they it, it won't send because the file's too big, especially my dick pics. <laughs> oh, my 
God. The, but um, <laughs> Thank you. And I'll be here all week. But to airdrop, oh, is your airdrop on? I'll just send you the pics. And so my airdrop is all is always on just because I never I never shut it off. And there's people who just have their airdrop on all the time. And there was a thing in New York City where people would be on the subway and there'd be some skeezy guy and just like, oh, I found like four or five different phones. Their airdrops are on. Congratulations. You are now the proud owner of a picture of my penis. No. And, yes. Oh, my God. And you know what? Girls probably were like, where's he at? <laughs> right? I know. I'm a little no, upset no, at my the gender right now. The worst thing is that a guy like that probably has a steady girlfriend. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. And she's just like, but he's the greatest thing he's ever. He would never cheat on me. Right. You're right. He's just he's just airdropping his dick to everyone. No problem. Right? And like, it's certainly fine. And the skeezy ones are always in like these amazing relationships. And the girls are so naive. And stupid. And stupid. <laughs> I know. It's like right above your head. There we go. Thank you. I had to get her to give me my beef jerky. <laughs> I guess all the talk about... <laughs> all this talk about unsolicited dick, dick pics. Maybe you want to have some jerky and cheese. Um, <laughs> but ladies, ladies, please um, send us your... Inbox us your, your dating profiles and your pictures because Dan is single and very attractive. And ready to mingle. And we'll post a picture of him on our... <laughs> We'll, we'll no, post one not. of my unsolicited dick pics. Right, no. with, the, with the Darth Vader outfit. Right, oh or you know him in a speedo on a beach in the Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> or him with the lemur in Madagascar. Oh wait, you didn't have the lemur in Madagascar because I still don't have a lemur. No, I had the lemur. They just confiscated it at the airport. <laughs> they were like, wait, wait, you can't take this on the airplane. I'm like, no, nah, he's totally house trained. We're good. <laughs> Well, have you ever had a stalker situation? Ooh. I don't count. I don't think since, <laughs> since high school. I think I had one in high school. Who stalked you? You had a stalker in high school? I don't remember her name. I do not remember her name. I, I will pull out the, uh, the, um, the, yearbook. <laughs> the yearbook. The yearbook is going on. I, 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 was, I was a senior. She was a freshman. And she was on our... She was on the... Um, was the first... First part of the year, I took the bus before I got my car because I had my car second half senior year, and I don't like me. I can't remember her her name, but so she, she lived in Salem Woods. No, no, she she doesn't live in Salem Woods, but she she was on one of the earlier stops bus stops before we got to Salem Woods. So probably Heather Woods. Probably and or Beecher's Lot. <laughs> Beecher's Lot, but yeah, she she was she was showing up like outside the my classes. Really? Oh yeah, and. I was trying to be nice because, like, I could tell she she had like an infatuation, and I'm like, I'm really trying to let this poor girl down easy because I, I, I well, like the big thing was I was over 18 because I my birthday's in January, so I I turn 18 before the rest of the senior class, and this this girl's 14. And oh my god! Yeah, I can't be doing that. Like even right. like even in 1995, I bad. knew I knew the rules, and like I'm. I can't be doing this. I can't take advantage of this, you know. Did you have girlfriends in high school? I but never... did you even want to take advantage of her stalker? No, no, I did not. She, she I was, thought. she was very young looking, and that, that's not a turn on for me. Um, but isn't it now? I mean, eighteen years old. With well, well eight, eighteen years old, not you know, not <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Don't you make, know, parties. don't make him sound like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have never been to a Jeffrey Epstein party. He really is not going to date an 18-year-old people. 
They have no, like at I least would, B21. I would, I would, I, yeah, because, I mean, we have to go to the bar. So, right. yeah, 21 at least. And I wouldn't say I'd be dating. You know, it's... <laughs> these are, these oh, my are, God. These are Tinderella hookups. Tinderella. Tinderella. <laughs> they turned to pumpkins at midnight. That's it. Well, I asked because there was a meme somebody put out, and I have to find this article. It's so amazing. And it says, I married my stalker. Look, I put my glasses on my head to read this shit. Is that not long in the tooth or what? And it said, I married my stalker. And underneath of it, it said, this could be us, but you keep calling the police. Uh. <laughs> and it says under the headline on the actual thing, it was, for 18 months, Jilted Martin bombarded his ex with 50 texts a day spied on her in her home and threatened to kidnap their daughter. So apparently, they were together before, had a kid. Yeah, that's not a true stalker situation. They were together, and then she she said, I, I'm done, and he said, no, you're not. Well, but then she said after, but after she was forced to move, everything changed. Apparently, he just, I guess he wasn't that you know disgusting. What changed? You know what changed? He stopped stalking her. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. And she was like, where the fuck is that attention? Oh, my God. Where is, where is he, Martin? <laughs> that's what and she again, was doing. And again, he literally looks like he's waiting for somebody to give him a baby Ruth, if you look at his picture. He looks oh, like he looks like oh, yeah. the guy from Goonies. A little bit. Like his brother. Uh, the normal brother, maybe? Yeah, and, um, you know, he's the one who got the baby Ruth first. And <laughs> here she is. Happy. Let's put our heads together. It's amazing. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like... <laughs> maybe you need a good stocking in your life, Danielle. I do not. <laughs> Roger is enough to put up with. He is a full-time fucking job, let me tell you. I'm I mean, fine. I have a stalker, but my stalker is awesome and takes me to Eric Clapton and shit, so... I don't hate my stalker. Hi, Harry! Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hair Bear. I love Harry. He's my stalker. We're Bulldogs. <laughs> I don't know if that counts, though. It does. No, because when you think implicitly, when you think of stalker, Harry think, got me I something. don't want this. Harry got me a, a thing called the hum and to put in my car. So he could always find me. Like, if, if Harry was like, where the fuck is Jamie? He could look me up on his app, and this thing was in my car, and he'd know exactly where I was. <laughs> that, I that was for insurance purposes. He turned it around on me and was like, it's just in case you break down, or, you know, playing to my murderino side. He was like, in case you get kidnapped, we can always find your car. I'm like, this is a great idea, Harry. Let's put my low jack in. <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't ask for it either. He was like, I need you to go to Verizon and pick this thing That's up. That's right. I do remember when right. you told me about and I was that. Like, You're what like, is this? What am I picking up exactly? Right. And it, and, but it had a diagnostic thing. And anytime like something went wrong with my car, I'd call Harry up. And I'd be like, hey, did that thing pop a code? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, this is the code. And then I could fix my car. Like, Harry always knows where I am. And I'm sorry if there's anybody in this world besides Paco that would come running to my rescue to help a bitch out. And sniff your hair. Who would, like, completely, like... <laughs> and maybe swipe run, a boob. Run through a hail of bu bullets for me. It's Harry. First of all, Harry ain't running through nothing. You don't know okay. that. No, he's driving his Harry's truck through like it. me. I'm not... He'll drive his truck through it. He'll drive a truck through but it. But Harry's like me. Neither one of us are running for nothing. Neither but Harry, I, I'm lucky enough to have the best stalker in the world. When the, your stalker comes to you at work one day and is like, what are you doing tomorrow? And you're like, eh, nothing. He's like, you want to go to North Carolina and see Eric Clapton? 
Sign me See, up. Here's, That's here's, how you get murdered, though. Can you run? Could you go ahead and pack me a bag? Because I'm going to North Carolina to see Eric Clapton with, with Hair Bear. And he was like, it's by the front door. <laughs> I don't think that's a true stalker, though. Because a true stalker wouldn't go, what are you doing? A true stalker would already know. Yeah. <laughs> true stalker he said, he would true... be following you, yeah. like, three cars you, back you, on the way down you, to see that's, Eric That's the low jack you know about. I think <laughs> as you start, like, going through your stuff, you know, like, opening your wallet, and you're like, what's this little microchip thing? <laughs> I know. Like, well, oh, my God. The same thing. It's like, well, you know, just in case they kid, you know, you get carjacked, and then they take you out of the car, I have to, you know, they probably... Won't you know you be still have your wallet so we can track you down that way? He would totally he would totally <laughs> turn it around and I'd be like, oh, I'm cool with this. <laughs> this is not that's not normal. That's no, that's I don't not normal. Know. It's always been that way with me and Harry. Though he's always been my hero. He's always been like the one. He's he's very dependable, and I adore. It's him a very for dependable it. stalker. He well, is. did you ever? What is like one of the worst your worst stories? Do you have a worst story dating story? Um, or you don't really count because you're like little Miss fucking Muppet sat on her boyfriend's <laughs> tuffet and like never fucking I mean, just moved in with them and they lived happily ever after for a while. three years of my life that I was with Katie's father and that alone is a fucking nightmare story. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? Did you have any nightmare stories with women? Because, I mean, you've been all over the world. Yeah, I'm sure you've I, had all kinds of strange dudes. Was it in Bangkok? No, it was not in Bangkok. This oh my, you don't really push something Something's Bangkok happening thing. in Bangkok. Uh, uh, 2009... Uh, which I think 2008, 2009 was my last real relationship or attempt at a relationship. And she was a stripper I met in Virginia. Holy freaking crap. She was probably from Area 51. <laughs> we, we knew each other for like a whole night. Um, He's a dirty fucker. And <laughs> You're a dirty, but, but we, dirty we, we, fucker. We were talking, There's nothing we were, wrong with strippers. We were, we were talking on the phone for a while, maybe like a couple weeks. And then I was like, why don't you just come down, pick up and move down to Florida and live with me? And, oh, my God. <sighs> young. Was this young Captain Save a House type situation? No, no. She was no? actually in a good, she was actually in a better place than I actually. Strippers make money. Out. There's yeah. nothing wrong with strippers. So no, but I was wondering, like, all of a sudden you're like, just come down with me. Is it a Captain Save a House situation? No, no, it, or did it, it you was really not, like her? It was, it was, I'm tired of talking on the phone. I want you here now. And, uh, you know. We're going to go come, to PornCon together. We did go to PornCon <laughs> together. And, uh, I love you. And. <laughs> Exotica, Exotica, oh, no. 2010, oh, and <laughs> want a piece of my chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the problem: is that when you when you're talking on the phone with somebody, oh no, thank you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> when you're talking on the phone with somebody and in a living situation with somebody, and I had a, a one bedroom apartment, right? And she couldn't get work even as a stripper in Florida. Um, not because she wasn't attractive enough. She could get work. The problem is you don't make any money stri- just stripping. Your your money comes from the private dancing, dancing and all that, right? And you know, in Florida, they're a little bit more lax on what happens in the the private dance rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And I I was like, no, I'm Florida not. Florida is the Bangkok of America. <laughs> <Yeah>, it is. <laughs> South, a lot South of America. Florida. South Florida is the the Bangkok of America. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with what you would have to do to actually make a living. So let's try to find you another job, another line of work. And, you know, she just wasn't too interested in that. 
She was... Uh, really? Yeah, so she, there was a lot of... So she was pretty stuck on the fact that she was going to do what she was used to doing? Yeah. Like stripping I, and all that? It, the problem is, after about like a couple weeks of living together, we ran out of things to talk about. Oh, and that's right. I'd come home from work... And she'd be on the couch, and she's like, "Tell me about your day." Like, and she she was really making a concerted effort. Let's talk. Let's interact. Let's let's have deep conversations like we did, you know, a few on weeks ago when we were on the phone. So tell me, you know, how was your day? I was like, "Well, I went and worked to work, and I did work things." And oh you know, god, so tell me, tell me what you did besides sit on this couch all day and watch television. That's pretty much it, man. And yeah, and <laughs> it it got to the point where. I kind of lost respect for this person. Oh, really? That was like, well, I mean, you're not really... Making an effort? At, yeah, you're not even making an effort. I bought her a car, so she could drive around and, and look for jobs. And, Jesus Christ. Um, I like it. Oh, that was a mess, too. Trying to... And, cause <laughs> I just, like it a lot. It, yeah, it, it, like, <laughs> after, after six months, we were just like... Uh, you had nothing to say to each yeah, other. Yeah, we just had nothing to say to each other. And, you know, it was like, hey, I don't, I don't hate you. Uh, you know, I'm not angry, but this isn't working. Right. And you are, you know, and I feel feel bad because I'm like, I took you from all your friends, everything you knew. I just assumed you were going to make fast friends. Right. You know, working somewhere else. But it's like, I've got friends. I have things to do. And, you know, you're, you're more of an accessory. You know, it's oh, like, like, like my handbag. You know, you're, 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 the, you're the pretty girl on my arm. But... You know, we there's not, no substance. Yeah, there's no substance to it. It was it was all style and no substance. And I'm like, we need we need to go our separate ways. And so I bought her a plane ticket back to Virginia. And what'd you do with the car? Sold, <laughs> sold it. Sold it real quick. Sold oh wow! It real quick. So she was just gone. Did was she okay too at that point? Was she like, yeah, thank God? Yeah, yeah. And, and now she's married with a kid. And, oh, and, okay. And so it which was, is which works out really good because so you were a, jump a life with a life with me. <laughs> Never would have had kids because I don't I don't want kids so I'm 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 never gonna have kids intentionally and uh, <laughs> intentionally intentionally did you make it so you can't have kids then no well what kind of bullshit is that I'm not well I don't have the money for that that's that's an elective procedure and I don't I, I if it if it was something I could no, get for free I mean you could get it done through the VA you want me to kick you really hard in your nuggets. <laughs> I could distort one, and they can mm. be like, "Well, you know, while we're in here." No, my pullout. The game, VA wouldn't do my, it. My pullout game is strong. So. Oh, oh God! Famous last words. Oh God! Meanwhile, there's some little kid out there this big around because you know that's how big Dan was in I know he's <laughs> a tiny little person in high school. Like all all legs and nose. He's the only. Uh, all blue, legs and nose. He was the only blue-eyed, tattooed kid in all of Africa. <laughs> I like being able to, on a whim, uh, I think I'm going to use some frequent flyer miles and I'm going to fly to Scotland and just because I've never been there before. And oh, so when he you, does, when he you have young women kid, with no kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's another reason. You so. know what, though? Good for you. And there's nothing wrong with that one. No, if that's no. what you want to do. Yeah. That's yeah. the great yeah. thing about the having kids, though. Worst... I never have to clean my own kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It, to me, the absolute worst thing in the world is having a kid because you think it's what's expected of you. 
Mm. Or, or like, well, my father had kids and my grandfather had kids, so I guess I better, I, I need to have kids too. Wait, do you have a sister? Yes. Okay, so, so does she, you have nieces and nephews. Yeah, I, I have two nieces. Okay, so as long as your your parents have grandbabies, they're fine. Yeah. But then those grandbabies start to get a little older, and then it's like, you're up. You know, because yeah. that's why mom's mm-hmm. doing to my brother. My brother's probably, like, never, ever. I mean, he is, like, so introverted. Although he's which, a police officer, which is funny. And then he comes home, and he's like, don't want to talk to anybody. I'm like, you're never going to have a girlfriend. You're never going to give, grand, you know, grandbabies. And he's just like, no fucking well. And mom's like, you know what, I... I, I th- so I looked at her, I was like, do you want me to give you another one? She's like, fuck no. Her <laughs> words, fuck no. I'm like, what the hell? I'm a great mother. And she was just, I guess I'm a little long in the tooth. So she said Aww. no. And I'm like, but that's fine. I don't want any more children. I'm, I'm absolutely done. I don't want any more children. But Steering this back to dating, that's another right. reason I have problems dating is because it's tough to find, one, someone who doesn't have kids yeah. to begin with. Or two, someone who doesn't have kids yet but doesn't want to have kids That's ever. not right. true. That is not true. First but, of no, all, it's most, not impossible, but it's, no, it's, 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 it's it difficult. Most people our age mm-hmm. have kids, but they're grown. But they're grown, right. So you have these kids, these people with kids, but they can still leave on a whim because little Bobby can stay in the house by himself because he's 24 years old and still mm-hmm. living in her basement. So there's oh, that. Oh, God, little Bobby <laughs> lives in the basement. The, the hardest the, the hardest thing, because I, I have dated a lot of strippers, is that when, when the... You know, I, I, if I dating, the if, if I'm da- really always better when she's crying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, He's and, like, yes. Uh, of course. Uh, but the, the, hard, <laughs> the hardest issue I've, I've run into is that you know, dating a stripper our age, and they do exist, um, is that a lot of them have, like I said, the grown kids, and then those kids have kids, and I just can't see myself fucking a grandmother. I just can't. I can't do that yet. Listen to this. This that is so shallow. Wow. I, is, oh my it is, god! It is, it is, is kitty pool shallow. That it really <laughs> is so bad. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible you human being. You are a terrible human being. Oh, Ew, we're we're deleting him off his Facebook. We don't want to be Facebook friends with no, him even anymore. I won't do it. I love him. <laughs> I live vicariously through Dan. I'm, 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 I'm creating, I'm creating Luke, controversy for this Luke, podcast. Here's Dan. Here's Dan and me living vicariously through him. I'm like, look, there's me and Dan holding the cobra. <laughs> yeah, Dan. You and Dan holding a cobra. We've got a cobra. Oh, that was that was New Delhi, India. Uh, they, no, because they, they have the guy that plays you know the what? flute and the he's cobra gonna comes up, out of It's going to be some woman who like puts it on him. She's going to have like 15 fucking kids on oh. welfare. And he's going to be like, but I'm in love. I bought oh. her a car. I moved her in with me down in Middletown. Oh. We have this big house. The kids just run yes. around and it's great. Aren't your parents of like, awesome. a, like an older, a 50 year 50 and up community, yeah. Yeah, he can't move them in. No, I can't. No, I mean, he goes well, out on his yeah. own now, but yeah. he just got, he sort of yeah. just getting back in. I'm just shit getting, together. yeah, I'm just getting settled in. But I'm like, in, but... that would be the best revenge. So I'm going to stick around for that. <laughs> because at some point, you're going to break. Oh. No, I think the last time I you're really not. fell for somebody, they, they did me wrong. And I think, I think I've had just about all the romance beaten out of me. So, oh God! Yeah. Don't swipe right, ladies. <laughs> oh, don't do it. it unless you're just are dead Come inside. No, down. Jamie's giving him a hug. Yeah. So, it's so sad. She's giving him well, a hug. I was I was dating a. Oh I was dating God! A very He's the nice fucking guy that ghosts girl. everybody. He's the fucking guy I don't want to ever meet if anything happens to me and Roger. Because he's a fucking dick. He's gonna be he's that fucking guy. I could never ghost you. Yeah. Oh please. Uh, 
I, don't, not, I got nothing not, else not, besides not, please I, right I, now. I'm not, I'm not saying I could never ghost anybody. I, just, I could never ghost you. No. Oh, please. Because yeah. I always know where to find him. He's, <laughs> he can't ghost yeah. I can't ghost you because eventually I'm going to be hanging out with Jamie and you're going to be there. Yeah. No, that's that, that would make things Oh, awkward. no. We talked about on episode <laughs> one that if... Yeah, if Roger left me or we broke up and he got into another relationship like within a couple of days, like Jamie does, that I would <laughs> I mean, don't that I would tire. slash all his tires and break out every last fucking one of his windows and I would be playing, blasting before he cheats on the fucking thing, oh, like say beautiful. anything. I'd be like, how many of these motherfucking windows can I break out before the fucking cops get here? Let's find out. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, that fucking man, you never loved me at all. Now, I would probably never actually do that. I'm actually Danielle a pretty introverted person. I just but, be like, okay, well, yeah. next. Well, in my mind, that would be like the most awesomest thing, but it'd be one of those things like in the movies where they're thinking about it and, and it's like goes to that scene and they're doing it and then like they're really just standing in like aisle four like looking for their ice cream and their tampons or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd be thinking about beating all the windows out and be like, fuck you, motherfucker. You should have done it. That's you. You're the motherfucker. <laughs> He's the motherfucker. He's the motherfucker too. You know what? You and Roger, I'm so disappointed. There's, <laughs> no, there's gonna be Roger hasn't done anything the, the, wrong the, at this point. I'm like, I'm so disappointed in both the, of you the, already. The, the reason I'm so <laughs> cynical now, that my last relationship, uh, I was I was dating a girl, really nice girl. We really connected on so many levels. Big rack of fake tits. And, and just, I mean... See, he's such a fucking dirty boy. He's so dirty. Uh, but He she, would tell you, she had, my fucking cock. She had an issue. <laughs> uh, her issue was she was banging a married guy on the side. Oh, And okay. when I found out, I actually, I wasn't that mad because I thought, I can, I, I'm very... I've never really had that much self-confidence that I could drop an ultimatum on a girl. And it's like, it's either him or me. But I figured I had this one in the bag. Because, like, there's no way she's going to choose the married guy over me. Wronger Dongerville. You can't Party of Dan. <laughs> I, tr- I treat you better. I don't hit you. But that, you made and, that mistake on your own, though. Yeah, Did you not see what a fucking idiot you were? I see it now. I know, <laughs> but, but, now, but now you're like, I'm so cynical. Like, all the romance has been beaten out of me. But you're like, oh, but I gave it all up to the girl who was fucking somebody else, who was married to somebody else, and that wasn't a big old fat red flag. I just carried that fucking red flag no, around was, and it, kept it, doing stuff. It was, it was a red flag, but I was like, I'm going to power through it. I'm yes! like, I'm going to give I'm gonna give an yes. ultimatum. He's going to change her. I'm going to yep. change her. I'm going to give her an see, ultimatum. Hey, both it's of either us. me or yes. him. It's me or him. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, no way she could pick him. There's no future with him. They're eventually going to get caught, and it's going to be this big drama sandwich. And in you know, and, drama sandwich. And instead, she was like, "Ah, you know, I've made my choice. I'm going to stay with him." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god! I mean, like, how unattractive do I feel at that point? No, I. Uh, you know what? I have to. Yeah, no, I can't. That wasn't a drama sandwich. That was a drama hoagie. Yeah, that was that was a that was a drama kick square to the balls. Yeah, no, oh. I can see that does. That, no, that really does suck. And I know we all have our own like crosses to bear kind of thing mm-hmm. when we're we're out there dealing with other people. And, and it's hard when you're interacting like that because you know you you want to have like the connection. Like I'm one of those people. I have to connect with you, and mm-hmm. I have to. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, sure, when I walk in, I'd be like, oh, he's hot. Wouldn't mind, you know, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. But then three seconds later, I'm like, mm, nah, It was all was great till he opened his mouth. Till he opened his mouth. Or, but then you got, like, those people that you really do actually interact with really well. And it's like, that is, that's the person for me. Like, right. I gotta be able to interact with you really well. I gotta be able to have a really great conversation. Right, but you, and you ultimately date to marry. You, like, you've said yeah. that. Like, 
you go out on a date, if you are seriously dating somebody, it is you fully intend on marrying them. Well, it's like for me, it's like I like there's, me. There's I, I fully there. intend on marrying right. these guys that I give everything to. And a bitch can't get a name change. My last name is 10 letters fucking long. Can I please get like six? (laughs) Can I get a six? M-A-D-I. Seven. Seven. I was like, wait a minute. And this actually took me a long time to count to seven in my head right now. I'm still stuck on the fact that he's like dating strippers and brackets. You can always hyphen it and just have a million letters in your last name. Like, Jamie, your last name is longer than you are. <laughs> yeah, really, because you're kind of short. Right, and <laughs> like, kind of short. like, you you have the, women, they do, they date to marry. They want that, that Oh, commitment. I can't date more than one person at a time. I anyway. can't date more like, than one person really at a time. Like, it's really annoying, but, like, Beth can do it, our boss can do it. I can't I do mean, it. I can't do that. It's like, if I'm seeing somebody, I just want to talk to this person. That's not true, I can, I can do it, I did it with Sally Amron. <laughs> I know, well... But I have some full on relationships with both of them. Like, <laughs> I can't stand her. I didn't know I were friends. I am a, like, I am a serial monogamous. She's she's d- juggling two you know, monogamous you guys, relationships. You guys, I, made that, I made that shit work. Oh. Speak, speaking of how bad it is, though, one of the first places I go to whenever I come home is uh, I, I run down to Hacks. And you do not. I used I used to know Hack. And you leave him alone. Strippers, you him. But here, here's 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 how I I'm feel. I'm just shocked really by old. this. That's yeah. all. I didn't know yeah. this about him, so I oh. feel like this is a bomb that went off. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, like he's just like this cool guy who's been all around the world, blah blah. blah. He's like a fucking little dirty boy. Little, little just like he's sort of a dirty boy. I love boy. strippers. Yeah. First of all, when I get there's nothing wrong with strippers, but he's like what? very. It's very. It's all high sexual stuff. They're blah 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 blah. blah. They, need a, they need a spokesperson. I I, yeah, I just would never expect that I felt, of him. That's I all. felt old for the for the first time when I went down there coming home this year because this was the first year I didn't see anybody we went to high school with. Oh God, stage. really? Yeah. So it's like, well, Where did it's, you it's, see? it's, it's yeah. the end of an error. Wait, so you've been holding out on us? You've seen people working at Hacks that, that we went, went to high school with, with? Yes. and you never said, "Hey, Jamie." So-and-so is stripping a hacks. Let's go say the love. No, because I would totally have went, too. Uh, Why did I get a phone call or something? I, you know, I guess I, I didn't even think about it. That's, Who? What the hell? Did I don't know. Can I? I don't want to get charged with No, 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 no. We won't talk about it on the podcast. Okay. But when this but, is over, mm-hmm. it's on like Donkey Kong, Dan. You have, okay. some, you have right. some fucking tea to sip and spill. <laughs> you got tea to sip and spill. Right. What the against strippers just because I don't yeah. want to go to strip club doesn't make me against strippers I just don't feel like I need you, to go did someone offer to take it to like hats yeah sure as soon as it was like a couple years ago or the, we take were it to at, like the mail review the, the, no uh, I went to a couple of those t- I don't find that hot to me I don't find it hot fake ass men who are doing it for but a living are humping and grinding on me I'd rather you, go home and have my man hump and grind on me have you strip club you, you, we got into this whole thing, I don't remember if you remember, a couple years ago, where we were talking about Jen from OTR, right, or whatever. Right, she was my first lap dance. Right. And I was just like, nah, I'm not into it. And then it became this whole thing, you're into it, you didn't, I'm like, no, I'm really just not into it. There's nothing for me, like, I, I just, don't, I'm not interested. And they're like, we're going to take you, blah, Kira, blah, blah. Kira is the same way. My <laughs> Kira is like. And I'm not even approved. Like, she's I'm like, like, I don't my strip agree club. Strip I just don't want to go like, like, I don't understand why guys go there. They're the type of girls that you guys are the type of girls that are be like, oh my god, I can't believe you went there. Me, no, I'm the I type of girl that is like, take me to the titty bar. <laughs> I know, I know, like, you so are. Give me a lap dance. Let me have a good time. Let me experience this with you. 
Why the fuck aren't I married? <laughs> I don't know, but it's see, that's not for me. I just, it's not for me. I'm How not saying that I'm never. Taking your girl to a strip club. Like, is that something that you would be like, oh, no, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I would. Oh, here you that, go. Next fact, part of your Because for, for the longest novel. time, I, I <laughs> tried to only date girls who liked girls. So, or, you know, also liked girls, I should say. Not only liked girls, but also. I mean, that's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, like, people are pansexual, asexual. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh there's so many sexualities out there. years ago, it wasn't as big a, wasn't as much of a thing. There, you know. I, I couldn't have told you what a pansexual was 10 I years ago. I really just don't get any of that stuff. I'm glad that you guys are transitioning into that whole thing, though, because there was a, the meme that I saw or whatever. It was like, do girls still like men doing nice things for them, like holding the doors over for them, taking them out to dinner, da 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 And in my generation, I want to say yes, but now my son's generation has these women or these girls, these young girls, and you're going to have to write in, and it's fine. We can go rounds. I'll go fucking rounds with you. But there's these girls, they're like, don't open the door because it assumes that I can't open the door for myself. And you're fucking some shit up for us. We've been waiting, waiting, waiting. Our men to be a little more chivalrous or chivalrous. And y'all are coming around going, I'll hold my own fucking door open. So my son goes to school one day and holds the door open for this girl. And she starts screaming and makes this big old fat scene about, you know, you hold this door open for me. That assumes that I can't hold the door open for myself. And I was like, you should just shut the fucking door in her face. Fuck that bitch. Like, that's got to have not, a thought about it. Not just shut the door in her face, held the door shut <laughs> and, and made, shut. made her work for that door. Yeah, there right. you go. You're no wilting flower. You're a, you you can accomplish anything you I, want, feminist like, girlfriend. Just, just take this door do from me. It is awful because our this generation is, is so different. But it's it's so weird because it ties into that whole, like, everything's PC, blah, blah, blah. And it's so bad, though. But, but you get these the, little bitches that are like, so don't, hold, don't hold the door for me. They are the ones that want these big, elaborate... Promposals where they're like fucking running horses and carriages and holding up signs and popping balloons with confetti that say, Will you go to prom? No, these are the girls. Actually, I feel like these are the girls who are also don't assume my gender. I don't identify as anything. I identify as what I want to identify as. And today I'm a helicopter. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they do. And you're like, Get the fuck out of here with that shit. So, me being a 42 year old woman. What's that? Is that a thing we can just identify as a helicopter? I don't know, but that's, well, that's a joke. That makes a joke. I'm, de- I'm identifying as a size four. <laughs> I know, well, that was the other thing that they, they had another one on. The, another guy was like, well, if all these people can assume their genders, can I just decide I want to be 48? Because he was like 72 or something. I now want to be 48. So I think that that should be allowed. I'm like, it just gets out of control. Well, they, I, I don't understand why you would have to make a thing of it. I've been immature my whole life. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't assume that I'm, you know, 33. I just act like I am. Right. I well, I just feel like I do all, I spend all this time trying to instill into my children, mm-hmm. you know, stand up for, you know, elderly people, you know, Little, let them have your seat, make sure you open the door for them, you know, close the door for a woman. Da, da, da. Try to do, yes, good home training, home fucking training. And then you got like these ultra femme, like 16 year old girls who have no fucking idea what it's you know like. You know who raises fucking... these girls? These out in girls, the world and they're ruining it. The ones that raise these girls are the ones that picked the wrong baby dad and now they're bitter against everybody. And they're the type of women that are like, you can't see him because you don't love me. Like the women that hold their kids away from their dads. No, they're not the ultra I think, femmes I think though. That's, I think that's the people who raise these ultra femme girls. I don't think they are. I think the ultra femme girls are... I don't know who they're raised by. I'd like to fucking stalk them. Let me go over to your house. I'm going to slap your fucking mother in her face because she's raising a little bitch. 
That's kind of how I feel about it, though. Because, I mean, I'm trying to do all this crap for my kids, and it's like, and you're fucking just snuffing it out, everybody. You're snuffing away humanity when you do that. You know what I mean? And the, at the end of the day, we should all be better people to each other. You know, try to do nice little nice things, you know, for each other here and there. And all the people that do do it out there where they're holding doors or, you know, hey, let me pay it forward when you're the Dunkin' Donuts line. Like, God bless you. God bless you. You just got to go, Dan. What's that? You just got to jump I, I, in. No, yeah, I, God I was, bless you. I was going to say that this was such an innocuous thing, too. This wasn't. He didn't, like, you know, shoulder block her out of the way no. and knock her down on the ground so, she, so he could grab the door. And, and he's like, I have no. the door for you, weaker sex. Uh, you you couldn't possibly get this door all on your own, but I've got it for you. <laughs> no, absolutely he, not. It was, it, I, and she I don't, screamed at him. Yeah, and screamed. Made I was a, like, made a scene. I, if someone does something to you, like, actively does something to you, yeah, scream at him for it. But if it's something that was just completely off the cuff, like you know, good I, home yeah, training. I, yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I opened the door for you. I would have opened the door for your grandmother. I would open the door for your grandfather if he was on a walker. Right. I, I'm exactly. Just, I'm just being a nice guy. Like I can't. I can't understand why you yell at a nice guy because all Human you distancing. do, all you do, is strengthen the argument for the other side of whatever your argument right. is. You just strengthen the other side of that argument. And if your end game is to get you know more equality. You you haven't done that. You're you're now getting less equality because now you've just turned somebody off to your point of view. Right, right. And, and they're now not going to listen to you. you now he can't it. stand and, and, like, and doesn't want to doesn't even want to hear your point. They're of view. out there though. That's who you're going to meet when you go on your um, daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Um, on my daddy you know, issues on Tinder your, like, dates. Yeah. Yeah. When you do that, you're going to run into them. So what so, are you going to do? Um, I hand them the strap on. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, say so you can fuck yourself, honey, because I'm out of here. So you don't have daddy is, issues. What you do you plan on doing now that you're out of the military? Like, you can, you should teach women self defense. I mean, if you mm-hmm. think about it, you were this guy who went to these countries and yeah. taught hand to hand combat, which is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. You're like a real life Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I love me some Chuck. I know. I never realized. lost his virginity before his father did. Right. (laughs) So anyway. Father Dan can unscramble an egg. That would be fucking awesome because there's these women out there that, you know, it's not safe for us. It's not safe for a lot of people. You could open your own little business and teach women self-defense and teach them hand-to-hand combat Mm -hmm. and make badass fucking bitches, Dan. (laughs) That's it. Which, which is wild that you say that, how unsafe it is for women out there, and yet they still will get mouthy and and scream at a perfectly nice guy holding a door open. What happens when they meet, like, the really ignorant, uh, you know, That's real, how, yeah, what would re- they do? real anti-feminist? That would, like, punch them oh, in the just, face. Oh, just, like, oh, you want we'll some equality? I got some for you, right? Here's a yeah. little equality right in your jaw. Yeah, but right. that's, it's not like that. Like, the, the, the real sociopaths, the real fucking womanizing piece of shits out there, they don't start out that way. They start out being the guy that holds the door open. That's how we get people like Ted fucking Bundy. That is how you get Ted. But, I mean, you do hear about all these women who get on these dating sites, though, and they end up with these guys that, like, kill them and hurt them and maim them and all this other stuff. And they're like, God, I met this really great guy on the internet. That's not to say that that'll happen to everybody, you know, but it's like, what do you think? What would be, like, a great thing to do if, like, a guy came up behind you, like, you're on a date, he's going to hold that door for you, but really, it's got chloroform. What do you do? Because chloroform actually takes like a half a second, like to really kick it, like a couple minutes on it. Like you gotta really want that chloroform to work. There's a, there's a, there's a couple things you can do. First of all, is understanding 
just basic human anatomy and realize that nine times out of ten, you're not stronger than the guy who's attacking you, unless right. you get some like little, you know, spindly little guy. Like you in high school? Yeah. Yes. I was was little spindly in high school. Mm -hmm. And but so you're not gonna overpower the guy. First thing, don't panic. If it is chloroform, try not to breathe. Try to hold your breath. But don't panic and understand that you're not gonna overpower this person. You're not gonna flip them over your shoulder. Um and understand where where are your strong points, where are his Weak points. Stun- if, if, if it's if it's hot out and he's wearing sandals like I am, stomp on the top of the foot, stomp on the toes, stomp on the ankle. Try to break the ankle. Use your heel and hit this part of the ankle, the, the front part of the ankle. Try to break his ankle. Snap your head back. See if you can use the back of your head to break his nose. Um, if he's holding you, he's got he's holding you with one arm and he's got the chloroform on your face with the other arm. He's got two arms that are occupied, which means he's got nothing to cover his junk. So, so el- elbow to the junk, hands to the junk, and, and give it a good twist. You are ending the relationship. <laughs> I'm thinking if he's chloroforming me, that I kind of want it to end. Go limp. Can you go limp? Can you go limp and drop? Like, you, like with us, we're mm-hmm. heavier girls. Or will they just hold on to you? Well, if, 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 yeah, if, like I say, if, if you think you can, you can just drop, yeah, that's that's a great. The problem is he might drop on top, on top of, of you, you, and now and you're struggling you're, on the ground. Yeah, now you're fighting from the bottom. I would only, I would only there. recommend that if you've taken Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes right. or you know amateur wrestling classes, some something that teaches you how to fight from a bottom position, and th- and there there are techniques you can learn when you know from a bottom position, and that's that's the whole premise of Brazilian jiu-jitsu is how to fight someone who is bigger and stronger and on top of you and there's there's different techniques you can use right but in a in a in a, in a split second instant somebody's got chloroform on your face or even if they don't have the chloroform they've just reached and got you right. a bear hug your harder points foot heel what about shin shin sh- works shin shin can work well with a shin you don't just want to kick the shin hit it hit the shin at the top and drag your foot down the shin and because there's all those nerve endings, right? You're, yeah. you're you're hitting skin on bone. Right. Drag that foot down the top, the across the whole shin, and you'll you'll be causing a lot of pain. Especially like if the guy's wearing shorts and he's got hairy legs, you're ripping hair out. You're you're really making this uncomfortable for him. And at the very least, he's gonna have to pull at least one of those arms away to to deal with the pain that you're giving him. But ankle joints, knee joints, uh, you know, testicles. You need to use the hardest parts of your body against the softest. Head to the face. Head to the face. The hardest part of your body is your skull, your forehead. You know, just like you you, you head a, a soccer ball, if you ever played soccer, mm-hmm. right in the nose. You It only takes like seven pounds of pressure to break a nose. Oh, my you, God. You, you get, you know, if you swing your head forward, you know, especially like if he's got you from the front, too. He's using both arms to grab you from the front. Lean your head back. Slam it forward. Put that the, the top of your forehead, the hardest part of your skull, right into his nose. You'll knock out teeth. You'll you'll you know at the very least you'll mark him too, so that when eventually you know hopefully police show up and 
you know, describe your attacker. Well, he's got a really busted ass nose right now. Yeah. And more than likely, he's you, on his you, way to the hospital. Yeah, you've broken it to the point where you know, it, hopefully, you hit it hard enough, you can break a nose, shatter an orbital bone. He's got to go to the emergency room. The cops could pick him up right then and there. I would Gosh, totally go to the Thunder Dan fucking the Thunder Chance self defense for internet dating that's class. It. Mm-hmm. No, not even yeah. internet dating. Well, no, yeah, but that would be really here's interesting. The thing too, it's funny because when I when I first got in the Coast Guard, a lot of our search and rescue happened when boats were overdue because boats would file a sail plan with the Coast Guard and say, "Hey, Coast Guard, I'm thinking of going offshore, twenty miles." We're going to do some fishing over here, probably spend the night, and then we'll be back tomorrow by noon, and we'll check in at noon. When they were overdue, we knew the area to start the search in. If you're internet dating, and you're meeting someone on the internet for the first time, make a a date plan and give the details to someone you trust, so Mm -hmm. that if something happens... You know, hey, here's here's this guy's information. Here's all the information I could get off the guy. Here's his Facebook page. Here's his email address. Right, here's his phone number. Because you know we yeah, can yeah, text him well, by then. Especially like if you can, you can do. You have a computer and a phone. If you do a lot of your, you know, your uh, interacting with him by the phone, do a little bit of it on the computer so they can trace an IP address. Right. Um, and then, oh, that's and, a good idea. And then you file, you know, a plan with you. You know, you, you're meeting someone. Tell Jamie, hey, here's the guy. Here's all the information on the guy. We're going to go to uh, Broken Spoke Winery in Maryland for the day. We're going to do a wine tasting. Then we're going to go out to dinner at this restaurant. Then we're going to go to the movies and see this movie. I'm, I'll be back by no later than midnight, and I'll give you a text when I get home soon. Right. And then that way, if it's 12.30, 12.45, you know, and you start texting saying, hey, are you home yet? and you're not getting answers, you can immediately start getting police involved and saying, hey, this my friend met someone on the internet and now I can't get her. Now, granted, police normally won't start a missing persons thing for 24 hours, right. but at least you've given them, when they do start a missing persons... You have a plenty you, to give you, them yeah, at that you point. you have plenty to give them at that right. point. Or even, you know, if... if you know, you can always do a welfare check on somebody and, mm-hmm. and you can, hey, they went to this winery, then they went to the movies at this theater, then they went had dinner at this restaurant. Or they were supposed to. Or they were supposed to. And, you know, at the, even if the police won't, you can do your own investigating. Right. And So I have an app on my phone called Road ID. <clears throat> and if I'm going somewhere that nobody's going to be around, like mm-hmm. say I want to go for a walk around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I hit this button. And if I stop moving for a certain amount of time, four or five people are notified on my phone. They, mm. they get a text. Jamie is in this area. There's a little navigation thing. Jamie is right here. She has stopped moving for this long. I think it's like five minutes. If you stop for like five minutes, mm-hmm. and five people on your friends on your that you pick that you know will come after you and look for you get notified. It's called Road ID. I don't fuck around. <laughs> like I'm paranoid as shit. Well, there's this awful. I take a picture of my kid every morning of what she's wearing because she insists on walking to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. God, she does every day. And I'll be like, I'll take you to work, and she's like, I don't need it. I gotta get my steps in. <laughs> I know the worst thing I saw on the internet because when I was actually trying to do some of the research for like the dating episode because I'm like, damn man, these people like all these weird ass people will be getting phone calls back and are in relationships and all this other kind of crap. And I'm like, how? And I don't understand. And I came across. Um, 
actually it was some group I had and it was like murders, myths and legends or whatever mm. the hell it was. I can't remember. And somebody was like, I went to the death museum in Louisiana. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do that so bad. I want to go there. And she was saying while she was there, there was an exhibit and it was this awful ass exhibit. And I cannot, I wish I would have saved it now, but I didn't, I thought I'd bring it up later at a different time. But it was this girl and she was in a relationship with this guy. And then the guy had like a best friend and somehow for some reason, they decided they were going to kill the guy, the boyfriend. So the friend and the girlfriend get together, kill him, and then start decapitating him and chopping him up in all these little pieces. And the whole time, they're taking pictures of it together. As they're like, they're fucking and having a great time. And they're like butt naked taking pictures. And also, <laughs> I mean, with this guy. And, like, and there's like a picture of her like getting ready to cut his head off with a fucking hacksaw. She's all like... Yeah, she really is, though. But she's got, like, 80s pussy, like, her fucking hair. It's, like, <laughs> disgusting. It's, like, crazy. Like, she's, like, all butt naked and furry and everything. And she's like, yay, look at this. I'm getting ready to cut his head off. And then the next picture is his head off his body. And there's no head. And then the next one after that is, like, they sawed his foot off and put his foot in his mouth. Oh, and, like, this is actually on the internet. And I'm like, God damn, talk about, like, you would never even see that coming. Like, he's in a relationship with this woman. Mm -hmm. And, like, they conspired. Um, it was awful. This is my this is my girlfriend and my best friend. They certainly wouldn't be. She wouldn't cheat on me with my best friend, and my no. best friend would never. That was like it, the cheating is the least part of your worries. I know you're about to be dismembered, and then I think you're about she, to get put in the wood chipper. I know, and then I think she only got like twenty years or something. They would have put that shit on the internet, huh? They would have put in nowadays. They would have been on the internet, right? Like that little girl, that little internet star. She was like an Instagram girl, and one of these fans found her and fucking slit her throat and posted what? a story on his Instagram just no. last week. She was what fifteen, pretty little thing. Doesn't pay to be an influencer her. anymore. It doesn't. It sure doesn't. That's scary. And it is. It's it's when scary. America decides they love us, though, we're really gonna have to beep up our security. <laughs> I have to no, thunder I'm... dance here now. <laughs> no, he'll be busy. They'll be up climbing out my fucking house. He's like, sorry, I'm with Tiffany. No, no, no. I'm... I would immediately leave Hacks, and if I, was, if I was on a Tinder date, I would bring the Tinder date with me because there's nothing hotter than watching me work and beat up some of your stalkers. save the day. That's it. Save the day. Thunderdad. Who's your superhero? Right here. I'm telling Who's you. Who's the guy you can count on ten times out of ten? It's Thunderdad. <laughs> Who is the private dick who's Boom. a sex machine to all the chicks? Well, that's Shaft. But Thunder Dan's pretty cool, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Unless you have kids. Yeah, unless you have kids. <laughs> unless you have kids that's or a, grandchildren. That's a, that's then you're out. Breaker. Then you're fucking out. Yeah. Then you're just, just going to find Shaft. Hey. Fake tits? Definitely a plus. Uh, yep. <laughs> Stripper? I'm all open for mm -hmm. it. Daddy issues? Sign up right over here. Uh, I, Take I've, the number. I've, I've yet to meet a stripper that didn't have daddy issues. So that's that's kind of why I gravitate there right away. Because, you know, it's like, I can, I can already Christ. check that box. So it's like, you know, it checks so many boxes for me. It's like, okay, daddy issues? Have to. That's why you dance on a pole for money. And oh, my God. I don't have daddy issues. And when I'm skinny, the first thing I'm going to do is go dance on a pole for money. You like, really are I, not. It's going to be like one of those amateurs. Like, I have to talk to Paco. Amateur night. I have to talk amateur to Paco. Amateur night the pole. Paco, Paco is probably not going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. But I figure if it's it. like, just like a bikini 
and a pole, he'd that's be okay hacks, with it. Hacks only lets you wear bikinis. They, right. If you want to go topless, you have to go down to... to Baltimore. Nope. Fairfield Inn. Delaware's one and only topless review. Uh, and golly, oh I wish God. someone had reviewed it before I went. <laughs> <laughs> Was it that bad? Uh, no stars on yet. I'll, 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 let me say this. Uh, uh, if you I know, could give it a negative it, review, take away <laughs> stars, I fucking would. It's, it's one of those, like, I, there's a reason... This is the place where, like, the Hooters girls kind of go to retire because we don't have a Waffle House for them to retire to. We talked about Jamie's fear of the Waffle House. <laughs> no, but we okay. have a Waffle House. Yeah, so, you know, so before you get started, yeah, my, my favorite the part pole. of the Waffle House, my favorite aspect of a Waffle House is that it is the exact size and shape of a trailer home. <laughs> so that even yes. even if you, you every line. drunk redneck can still find their way around, even when they're blacked out drunk, they can find where the front door is, where it's supposed to be. The bathroom is exactly where it's supposed right, to be, exactly. and they think they're home. They just walk in, make me some eggs, woman, and <laughs> it just that language, and they're like, okay, Scrabble. Bobby Joe, <laughs> I need I need some scrabble, Bubba. <laughs> We've got to talk. About, what you're really gonna try and get on a pole? No. You could do they they have fitness classes. Right. Pole dancing I, I fitness could I could learn how to yeah. how to pole dance if I wanted to, but I, I don't really Your butt's big enough that you could squeeze it. Right. The pole with your butt and right. you'd be like Jamie the fantastic butt puller. Don't don't hate don't hate <laughs> on my if, ass. If yeah. No, nice I'm not enough, Paco could probably it's a very build muscular you a one. pole. A, a dancer's pole in like the basement or something. No, he wouldn't. A little stage. He, he, and a is, pole he would and... not. He, look, when I started dating Paco, when I was mm-hmm. working on the rocks, I would wear very low cut shirts to I on the rocks because I was working for tips. Right. I started dating Paco when we were like serious. All of a sudden, all my tops that were low disappeared. <laughs> so, and he was like, "You don't have to do that anymore, babe. I still work for tips." Yeah. But he, he I do he, remember that because I'd be like, "Wow, look at the cleavage on that tonight!" Right. <laughs> so he's very like, "Don't sh- that's that's my shit." Mm-hmm. Like I just bought a bathing suit and it's a halter and it covers everything and the shorts are like to here. They're like biker oh. shorts. And he's, really, he is like, "You wear that to Memphis, baby." You're, You're like a Mormon, Jamie. You now. lay out like the 1930s next. That's to right. Oh, I I saw <laughs> when I was living in Bahrain. I lived in Bahrain for about a year. Where the hell is Bahrain? Bahrain is a little tiny country that's wedged between Kuwait and Saudi Arabia. Oh, sure. And they call it like the Vegas of the Middle East because as opposed to Kuwait and Saudi Arabia where there is no alcohol, no drinking, no fun, um, you can drink and smoke and have fun. And they had a water park. The year I went there, 2008, they opened the water park that summer. And so we went there, and I was like, man, I wonder wonder what to expect bathing suit-wise here. And there were three distinct styles of bathing suit. You had the full burkini, okay. which was a full burka, but made out of, like, Under Armour material. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were just in the pool, like, head to toe, full shroud, you know, ninja beekeeper suit, you know. And it was black, too, so I was like, man, that's got to be... Well, that's gotta be so hot. Yeah, oh, but think... they but they were in the water, so they could always kind of <laughs> you know dunk themselves. Then they had you ever seen like bobsledders, like the 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 full mm-hmm. you know. So it had a it had a, a, a hood, a tight hood, so all you could see is face, no ears, no neck, no hair. 
You could see at, at it went long sleeve to the wrist. So you could see hands, long pants to the feet, and it was but it was very it was tight. It was form fitting, right? It was, uh, and it had a little skirt around it, um, even though it, everything was you know. Uh, but it was it was tight form fitting bathing suit, and but it was a full full on. You're not getting a tan in this bathing suit, right? And Need then, <laughs> and then <laughs> there was the full <laughs> thong bikini that all the British expats would wear because Bahrain's a big tourist area for British people so you'd have these English girls just walk around you know thong just you know ass hanging out and you know ass boobs and you know stuff that a lot of these these poor Middle Eastern guys never get to see up close for real oh my god they're like Bahrain rocks yeah they're like (laughs) wow this is great I'll say this I was I was worried for some of these girls but they I never saw anything like there was no like inappropriate touching or anything or guy just Mm -hmm. walking up thinking he can just you know grab you by the you know like uh, I'm like in Delaware yeah I'm like in Delaware um wow that's kind of interesting yeah so so you wish you had a burkini oh yeah (laughs) because this is what happens to Jamie Mm -hmm. (laughs) out of the sun I do, but back to the Waffle House thing, because I, I have a general fear of the Waffle House, and this is why. Oh, my God. If you've ever watched America's Most Wanted, or any type of murder show like that, like real life, body is always found behind the Waffle House. <laughs> a person disappeared after leaving a Waffle House. <laughs> Subject apprehended at the Waffle House. I don't remember seeing any such thing. Fucking Waffle House. We went to what Florida. is the Waffle House like the Florida of businesses? Yes. Like eateries? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Waffle so, House the Florida of eateries? Oh, so, sorry, I had Florida. three bowls of well, soup there one time before I realized the roof was leaking. For real though, ew. <laughs> for real though, if you think about it, Waffle House. It was House, leaking into my bowl. Waffle yeah. House, you can get a steak and eggs breakfast for what? Seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So there's the, these truckers and, and a bunch of shady people that can afford to eat there. So... Waffle House is shady, and there's something really weird about when you walk in and everybody in the place goes, hi! I swear to God, the first time I walked into a Waffle House and that happened, I turned around and walked out. <laughs> I was like, we're not eating here. We went they to are Florida. too happy. We went to and Florida, and city. down south, there was, there, there's Waffle Houses that oh, yeah. everywhere. We have one My, in Dover. I, we have one in Elkton and in Northeast. Well, that's in Merlin. So, Straight from the Net Podcast, brought to you by Waffle House. <laughs> when you can't afford to go to Denny's, we're here for you. So anyway. <laughs> the Florida of so, eateries. The Florida of eateries. Yeah. So we are on our way down, and we're, my family is starving, and I would refuse to go into the fucking Waffle House and, until they found a Denny's. <laughs> oh, dear God. I, I am seriously terrified of them. Well, my boss took me to the one in Dover a couple times. We had, like, a couple... Um, appraisals to do down there and we went in there the one time i'm like it's the greasiest fucking place i've ever been to in my life like i literally walked in and i was like i got pimples and like i didn't want to touch anything you know what i mean it's just the grease just just hangs in the air it does and i'm like oh my god it's like humidity but instead of water it's oil Oh my god! You know what? Waffle House is gonna end up having one of those really awesome like Twitter people that like run their thing, and they're just gonna roast the fuck out of us now. Yeah. <laughs> talk about how shitty Waffle House is. And no it's, offense. It's so misleading because it's called a Waffle House, but the waffles are this thin. Like the waffles are, they? are like they're not like the Belgian like no. the good super they have daddies. waffle makers, but the, the waffles are t- so thin. That how would you know? I thought you leave there, Jamie. Like, no, I'll go there with like a big man. 
Like, I'll go there with Paco. You'll go with Paco. Like, I know nobody's going to Or Thunder Dan, because... Or Thunder Dan. Yeah, Thunder Dan. Paco yeah. and Thunder Dan, because together yeah. they're real fun to watch anyway. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, they play football together there. Yeah. Oh, did you guys play football oh, together? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't My know that. My brother went to school with us. Like, he was a year old. He was younger years. than us. Look at and Rob I, in the cradle, Jamie. I never even knew him. Look at you. Well, we, well, we knew each other because we had the... Well, I knew you. Oh, oh, But I didn't know Paco. Oh. Yeah, was I was... I didn't... I remember when you told me you'd started dating, and I was like, oh, didn't you know him from high school? And you were like, no, we never really hung out. Because he never had any of the ag classes. You were yeah. busy with Doug. And I was busy with Doug. Dig. But can Dug. I tell you? Can I tell you? And he's probably going to get mad because it, it stays in plastic. His varsity jacket, I've had it all time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I should have been rocking this in high school. Like, if I would have known that this man, this wonderful man that I am so in love with, was a year behind me. Like, if, if I could go back to high school now, I'd be like, peace, Doug. Because <laughs> you know what they say I'm that you, they have said somewhere, I don't know where. Okay. I'm saying they've said, but I can't tell you fucking where I found Confucius. it. Confucius. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but they said that you've met your soulmate before you've turned 21. Hmm. And I'm like, for realsy? <laughs> for realsy poo? Did I, though? Did, but, did I? Because I met Roger when I was 14 years old. Right. You know, he, like, hung around, like, you know, all of my little, you yeah, know, Yeah, but there's a lot of people friends. we were 14 years old. I know, but he lived in my development on the next street down. That's how I knew him. He was, like, hood people with me. Right, because if I... Because I was a hood girl back then. I remember, the, remember what we were talking about, how I needed three days to prepare. Somebody came over to freaking fix your air conditioner. <laughs> yes. Like, if I were to know him, which I'm not going to say on the podcast. He was my first kiss, thank you very much. Oh, my God, I hate you. I have a picture of it somewhere. Look. I knew him. Somebody actually took a Look, picture of it. He said Aww. to me. My OAS in sixth grade did the kiss. He said to me at senior prom, he said, it was the very first time he ever looked at me. He said, you look beautiful. All right, John I, Sullivan. Hello. <laughs> We're just going to say your no, fucking name at this point. No, but this was a million fucking years ago. He's, he's a great married. sport. He's got a good No, he's, he's married now. I don't want his wife. I like his wife. I don't want his wife to hate me. His wife works with my mom. I like Sherry. She's very nice. I know. So anyway... Um, like, I was so in love with him. Like, I, t- I know exactly what he was wearing the very first time I saw him. I remember him. you telling me And I was it. in love with him until senior year. And, like, I would have sworn he was my soulmate. But he never gave <laughs> <laughs> He was my soulmate. I don't know. He never gave him the time of day. But he was always nice to me. Always nice to me. And that is a good quality. Because when... When people know that you like them and they don't like you in that way. And they're still trying to, and they're nice to you. And they're still like, let me be your friend. Yeah. Like, let's still be friends. That is a good guy. You're a good guy now that we said your name on the air. (laughs) But it's from a million years ago. It doesn't count now. It does. We can't just be throwing names out willy-nilly. We're throwing them. (laughs) Except for the person dancing on working acts. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you about that at lunch. And then we're totally going to spill I can't say it on the podcast because that might be, that may make me... Or the podcast liable for well, slander. Well, how does it feel though to to think that you may have already met your soulmate, but you're so busy with eighteen year old daddy issue girls? I think I did. I didn't meet her when when I was before I was twenty one. I met her after I was twenty one, and it was weird because she was married. We were we were very good friends for a couple years. Right. I was in uh, Afghanistan when she got divorced. I immediately get on Facebook. Oh, you're like, let me slide yeah, into these you know, DMs real quick now that she's single. And 
I'm like, oh, 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 you know. Let me be here for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) uh, I get get out of Afghanistan in like six more months, uh, you know. How would you? I'd love to come and see you again. Oh, that'd be great because we, like I said, we were always good friends. We would always go out after work and have a few drinks, but nothing. It was nothing ever uh, uh, untoward because I respected that she was married. And right. I, I wasn't trying to like break that up or anything. But now she's not married, and I had nothing and to do with it. And you're a fucking international hero. Yeah, you're a fucking mm-hmm. hero. So now. I'm gonna slide like, in there. The fucking real life GI Joe. She picks right. me up from the airport. Get back to to her house now. Now it's her house. Is the ex-husbands moved out and I was like hey before we I was going to be down there for a week I was like hey just so you know I probably never told you this before because I didn't want to disrespect your marriage but I've had feelings for you since we met and uh, you're so awesome you are great and she goes oh man I would totally date you but I'm already back in a long term relationship oh she pulled a Jamie and found a new boyfriend you know very quickly and I can't, I, I can't argue with it because they're married now, and so it all worked out uh, for her. But I, I, well, then it's not your soulmate. <clears throat> well, it's probably not. Nah, nah, maybe. No. <laughs> but it doesn't matter anyway because he's cynical fucking dick now. And I am, like, I am cynical dick now. I'm because, cynical dick. It's, yeah. it's. He's gonna find the right girl. Like she's gonna blow her. His mind, and yeah. I'm gonna hate her because I hate everybody. <laughs> no, you gotta stop doing that. Everybody's like my this, yeah. right. my day, Look, my Dan, my Paul, every, or whatever. They find, they find one that I love. Like like Bacon now has Jen, and I love. Oh Jen. yeah, my Bacon. <laughs> and Dave now has Jess, and I love Dave. And like, I'm, but every guy she meets is hers. <laughs> but she literally sexually. labels them. For, no, not sexually, but it's my Dave. My bacon, my pat, my blah, my, my blah, blah, my, blah, 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 blah. Who's pat? Oh, patty cake. cake. Oh, and my sweet boy. And my sweet boy. My yeah. sweetest of all the boys. I know. But I'm just like, she does that to everybody. And then they get a girlfriend and she's like, well, am I going to approve of her? Motherfucker. There's an application process. There is an application process. It's just so goddamn funny. You're like, it's my blah, blah, blah. And for the record, the ones that I didn't like never work out. Like my sweet boy, when he was dating that little trashy girl that was like showing her stuff on the internet. That used to work with me. I won't say her name. But say it. I won't. Spill the tea. Spill it. Start with me. But I didn't like her. Spill it. And I told him. I was just like, this is not going to work out. And he was with her for like a year and a half. And I was like, I'm not going to like her. She's not the one. And sooner or later, he realized that he was like, you were right. She's not the one. No, she was fucking oh, Are you talking about the sweet boy your bar back? Yes, my sweet oh. boy. My sweetest of all the boys. I love him. But now he's dating a girl that I think might be the one. Like I don't dis- I don't dislike her, but she seems to make him generally happy. So God, I don't like know nobody. I don't have any sweet boys. I don't have any like my this or my that. It's kind of funny. I'm just like I'm over here, I got like two friends and I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like it's you and Beth and then like our boss. That's like it. Like I don't want to talk to anybody else. Oh, you're so jaded. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even like, jaded. I'm like I work twenty four hours a day all the time. It, I don't it, do anything more, about work. It's more of a laziness thing. It's like, okay, I got the two friends. Who that's, fucking that's, needs that's more friends? Yeah, I'm that's, 42. That's all we need, you know. It, it, it needs more. It's, it's the quality, not the quantity. No, it is. It is. I, I, when I have a connection with somebody, I have that connection. It's a very hard connection to break. 
Dan and I were not close in high school, but when we met outside of high school, and mm-hmm. started, I, I used to text him, like, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. I check in on him. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Where's my lemur? Like, <laughs> well, look, look, that I was, was, I was six. I was, it's different. We've known each other since we were, like, six years old in the trailer park in the hood. Like, that's how we know each other <laughs> forever. And Beth is so extroverted that she was just not going to take no for an answer anyway. She pushed me into her fold. And that's how we became sisters. Like, that's how that went. If she was introverted, we wouldn't even talk. Because I'm like a pretty introverted, like, keep me at home, leave me be kind of kind of person. Like, I don't know. Because I, I don't fucking have time for people's bullshit. And I'm busy. I work I'm all the so time. You know I work all the time. I work seven days a week. Do I not work seven you days a week? You work your ass off. Me? I work all the time. Me? When do I have time to go out and make friends with me? Me, I'm, like, I'm like, hey, girl, um... And now we talk all the time worried Everything's about. in your mailbox is caught up, and it's Friday at 5 o'clock, so <laughs> bye! <laughs> That's what you're, it's different. You're, like, on the clerical end of things. I'm on the appraisal side of things. Like, I'm right. the appraiser. Right. she's like, you better work, bitch. And me, I'm like, I I'm not working. Like, well, it's you, Saturday. You work so much, you just gotta find a job that allows you to make friends. Like, bartender. Well, hey. No, or, or maybe this podcast would take off, and they'd be like, oh, look at that that grumpy girl and the super shiny Jamie <laughs> rainbow super sunshine. Shiny rainbow yeah, the sunshine. rainbow child. And then you've got, like, and it's so funny, and then you've got, like, me, the crab apple. You know, but I didn't used to be that way. I used to be a happy, shiny, happy, shiny, you people were, holding You were definitely, you were I like, was that. you were like, Jamie, come and sit with me and meditate, and we'll... I did, let's we'll meditate. Be, let's talk about our all-seeing eye, and align our chakras, <laughs> and here's some sage, and let's get all that negative energy away. I will still sage the fuck out of the house. I don't give a flying fuck. Eaten I will hummus? still sage stuff. Hummus is so good. Hummus is hippie Hummus food. is amazing food, though. Hummus is so yummy. No, it is. You know what it is? I think the job... And the boyfriend have beat out all of, because Maybe. between the Speaking two of them of have beaten all joy out of my Speaking life of at this food. point because we're so busy. Weird, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, I don't eat weird shit. Let me tell you that right, right now. Like up until two years ago, you didn't eat vegetables. I don't even eat, eat like a lettuce. What was the weirdest thing ago. you've ever eaten? Oh, he's probably ate like goat yeah. balls. Uh, and they're like, it was I, amazing I with this a, certain I kind of lager. Dorian. What is uh, the Dorian fruit? Yeah. It smells like death, but it tastes like marshmallows. Mm-hmm. It smells like I, death, but it smells like it, what? It smells like rotting corpses, but it tastes like marshmallows. Yeah, they uh, they they brought one in. I, I think I was in. It was in Cambodia. And they they brought one in and they broke it open and they're like, yeah, smell this. I'm like, oh my god, it's something died in that. And they're like, but no, now taste it. And I'm like, you are crazy. No, no, really. And it's it wasn't bad. Uh, I you know it wasn't enough that like I have a whole like thing of Dorian's in the refrigerator. But now. does it taste like marshmallows? No, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very fluffy sweet. and sweet. So, yeah, yeah, I got, I would, I, I more like a cit- citrusy marshmallow. Um, huh. I had, I did have goat for Thanksgiving. Goat on Thanksgiving. I've had goat. Yeah. That was the well, here's, here's the thing, though. I'm reasonably sure the goat, and I'm sure it was fresh because I think the goat had been hit by a car that day. Oh, my God. This was, this was Gabon, <laughs> Africa. Oh. I, was in, I was in Gabon, Africa, and we went to a restaurant, and they were like, oh, good goat, okay, I'm going to try some goat for Thanksgiving. And I was like, where's that goat that was here earlier? And Oh, know, my God. Yeah, I think that's that's what... Oh, so, so Freddie from Casey's Pizza, he used to tell me that he, if we were still, if he was in, if I was in Africa with him, and he wanted to marry me, that he would <laughs> give 500 goats for me. <laughs> and he, to this day, and like, 
on his birthday and shit, I'll send him like little goat memes. Because <laughs> his birthday is on Valentine's Day. Oh my god. So I'm like, hey, you're the goat. He's like, no, 500 goats. And then he was like, for Carrie, for Carrie, he's like, 1,000 goats and 500 chickens. I'm like, what the shit? What? <laughs> oh my god. But you know what? The bitch is crazy. But he doesn't smell like jail. He doesn't. So he doesn't, and he's out. That's why Dan would never work with her. He could swipe right on Tinder, and they would get together because she'd be like, "Oh, he's sexy. He's got facial hair. He's mm-hmm. got a nice body." And yep, then she'd be done. like, "But you, you, you smell, like smell like hero prison. and not felon. So this is not good." Well, if, but if I, if I went and got a job at Gander Hill and I was there forty uh, hours a week, Revenants, you know what? You could just talk to her husband because he's there. <laughs> Oh God! Give him a high, <laughs> give him a high five, and be like this. Give me a high five. Be like this, and then be like thanks, and then like, rub it all over your chest, over you, and mm-hmm. be like, hey, Carrie, and she'd be like, oh my God, you smell like convicted. You do realize you that like, your poor sister is gonna end up hearing this. She's okay with it. <laughs> she does kind of laugh. She's, 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 she's fucking. Sport. She's like. She don't give a fuck. Like, she's not like Kira. Like, Kira is forever disappointed in me. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> is like this fucking bitch. What the shit? <laughs> Why would you? She was in the part where you said to stop by the guy's house, see if his car's there. Like, no, like, I, oh. I told her about it. She had well, the, when we were talking about the podcast, she was in surgery. Okay. So when she came out of surgery, we were supposed to listen to it on the way home in the car. Right. But she was not having it. Like no. she was in so much pain when she was done, and, yeah. and there was like a lot of crying, and and she's so strong. Like when she's weak like that, it fucks me up. Oh God, yeah, I can imagine. I'm like, oh my God, she's like really hurting and really in pain, and I don't yeah. know how to fix her. Right, and that's when hard. usually she's just psychotic and like running people over with vehicles, <laughs> and now or she, hitting them in the head with weights when, or whatever. Right. So when Carrie is vulnerable, <laughs> yeah, it fucks with me. Like yeah. I I don't know how to react to vulnerable Carrie because she's always been the mother hen. She's always been my big sister. She's always been the strongest person I know. Meanwhile, like, if anybody fucks with me, I'm like, I'm going to get my crazy-ass fucking big sister after you. What's that? Oh, my God, I know. And that's, like, the last thing you want. You don't even know what you're getting into. Right. So, I'm Well, she's had issues with dating, too. Like, it is hard. And she's got a good job. She's always got a nice home. She's beautiful. Her kids are well taken care of. Good-looking girl. And she, you know, she can't find a good one, either. She cannot find a good man. It's fucked up out there. There's a shortage of good men out there. Well, see, and then you were him. Not if you were just a tad less cynical, you would be like prime USDA (laughs) fucking. Here I am, here I am, ladies. Mm -hmm. Form a line. (laughs) Form a line. Here's your number. Take a number. Right now, serving number. Right, I would like a pound and a half of the Virginia baked ham and a side of Thunder Dan. Virginia baked ham. <laughs> I need to get that at the grocery store this weekend. There you Believe go. Believe it or not. And then, <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been going at this? I don't know. We've got to wrap this up because it is like an hour and a half, which is probably like the longest one. And people are like, these fucking people just sit around and talk. Like, there's really no direction. Like, they start with a direction and then they're just like, fuck it. We're just, we're in this now. We're That's just what a podcast is. Well, yeah, we're just going to go. Like, thank you, Dan, for being our guest the past yeah, Thank you, you for having much. me. We love having you. We'll have to see how things go. We'll have to check in. We'll, we'll have quarterly reports, especially when I start going back to school of, you know, right. who, who and I'm when dating you open at the University own... of Delaware. When you come over to Danielle's house and teach us in the gym how to do hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. In the gym. I know. You mean my um, room over there that has a treadmill that I refuse to get on? Uh, right. But I call on my workout room, but yes. it's collecting dust. Right. That room? Okay. Just making sure that we're on the same page. 
All right, but thank you everybody for tuning in. <laughs> we hope you're not disappointed in us like Kira is. So disappointed. <laughs> if We're you are so disappointed you in us, in. please email it. <laughs> to fuckoff at gmail.com. No, um, it's straight, <laughs> straight from the net at gmail.com. No, we don't want to hear from you if you're going to be jerks about it. We only want to hear nice, good things. And as usual, we really love stories, especially like crazy Floridian type stories. And let me just give you a quick example. A guy got his 17th DUI in Florida. And when the cops pulled him over, he was like, no, but I'm not drinking and driving. I'm only driving. I'm only drinking at the stop signs. <laughs> that fucking guy is my goddamn internal hero. And that's the kind of shit we love reading about. And he's from Florida. Delaware Online actually picked it up because they were like, we realize how fucking crazy Florida is right now. So if you've got stories like that and you want us to read it on our podcast, please send them in to us. We want to hear all about it. Good dating pictures. And if you have a dating profile and daddy issues, definitely, we will certainly send you to our friend Dan the Man Thunder. There's an application process. <laughs> because now all of a sudden it's my Dan. <laughs> Jamie's definitely, it's my Dan. My Thunder Dan. Um, but if you've got stories you want us to read on your podcast, please send them in to straightfromthenet at gmail.com. And anything else you kind of want to weigh in on, absolutely send it in. And maybe we'll read it on the air. And this air, by podcast air, I mean. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us again. Bye. Okay, bye.